Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Hello, friends. Father Frank Pavone here, National Director of Priests for Life. Welcome to Praying for America. We are doing exactly that as we come together, patriots and Christians from across the country. Some of you from other countries, we welcome you. And uh, this, is a, uh, this is a night where we want to talk about the fact that there's a lot going on that we are not hearing the full truth about. Uh, we want transparency. Transparency is part of any healthy system of communication, government, business, family, any kind of, of, of human institution. Transparency is, is, is a really a dimension of honesty. And, and we've seen all too often how uh, those in power can hide things in the church as well. People are hiding things and especially those in authority when they're hiding things from those who are under their authority. They're not governing well. They're not, they're not exercising that authority. They're abusing it. So I want to talk about a couple of examples of that as we, uh, as we move on here, uh, let's go for the to the beginning of the Gospel of John, and uh, because this intersects with this very theme, uh, right from the start of the Gospel. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him, all things were made. Without Him, nothing was made that has been made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines on in the darkness, but the darkness has not overcome it. Let us pray. Lord, we are believers in Jesus Christ, the light of the world, the eternal word, the one in whom, through whom, and for whom all things exist. We thank you that this light has come into the world. We ask you, Lord, that we might live in the light. We ask you that we may never do anything to try to hide or extinguish the light, but rather in the sunshine of truth and honesty, let us be transparent. Let us first of all be transparent to you because you are the reader of hearts. You know us better than we know ourselves. It is foolish to try to hide anything from you, Lord God. But help us also to, as your word commands us, be truthful in our witness to one another, in our speech, in our accounting of what we do each day and how and why we do it. Lord, bless our leaders that they might never sacrifice truth for power. Our leaders, Lord, in the government, and also our leaders in the church. We pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. Adam Schiff. Here's a guy you got to pray for. Fuming about dangerous conspiracy theories. Representative Raskin, Democrat from Maryland. Angry about a serious security risk. Pelosi, deeply dangerous and irresponsible. 
the House Democrat leader. Here's a here's a, a gem for you. Hakeem Jeffries. I don't know where this guy comes from. Blasting the egregious security breach. What, are they, what, what has these what has these maniacs so upset? Transparency. Speaker McCarthy decided to release security footage to Tucker Carlson, right? About the events of January 6th. Okay, that's been in the news. It's going to be in the news more and more. As we, the American people, get to see what's on the that footage. So, now, do people get, like, so upset and doing cartwheels like this because what we're going to see is just going to confirm what they've been saying? Or do people take this defensive, um, over-the-top, upset attitude because what the American people are going to see is is going to contradict what they say? Which one is the more likely explanation? This is going to be interesting to see as it unfolds over um, the coming days. I'm not saying anything about what did or didn't happen on that day. I'm simply focusing on the theme of transparency that we should consider it and they should consider, especially those that are in leadership here and who have been talking about the very things that are on that footage, should be positive about the fact that we're going to see more of it should be positive about that, not negative, preemptively. Now, if something comes out that they think is distorted, if something comes out that they have evidence to say is a misrepresentation of the facts, well, then they then, then they can speak, of course. We'll hear what you have to say. Because it'll be based on something. But here, this is based on what? And, and, and that's what right away is is like, why are you doing this? You, you want to hide uh, things from us? Uh, on another point, and this is this is very disturbing, um, missing children. Now, you know, some of these uh, these Democrat leaders, they they love to uh, virtue signal. Oh yeah, virtue signaling. They've got this down pat. This is an art for so many of these leaders. They have virtue signaling. What a bunch of hypocrites. And they virtue signal about children. You know, the very same kind of children, you know, that they, they want us to pay in order to dismember them. They turn to abortions. Oh, they, the Biden administration, Pelosi, they love this. Dismember more and more. We want more heads to roll. Literally. Literally. We want more heads to roll. Cut them off of these babies in the womb. Cut them off. Crush the skulls, let the brain matter pour out onto the streets of America. Abortion on demand, no exceptions, no apologies, no limitations, right through birth. It's not just blood staining our streets, it's brain matter from the skulls of these babies. You know, they take the skulls out piece by piece. The the abortion procedure describes it as making a nip in the skull and taking out the fragments piece by piece. The Democrats love this. Their policies, it's like, give us more. Give us more and more and more of this. It's the same kind of children that they have absolutely no respect for when they're in the womb. 
that they don't respect when they're outside the womb either. Let me just read you a couple of things here. Our friend Gary Bauer gave this to us here the other day in his update. The New York Times reports that a record surge of 130,000 unaccompanied minors hit the U.S. southern border last year. Now, that's a lot of people, right? 130,000 unaccompanied minors. The Biden administration, my friends, according to the Times, is unable to locate 85,000 of them. What? Let's go to the board for a minute. Because we, we've got to, <laughs> we deserve transparency. It says, what is going on here? What is wrong with the people who are supposedly running the show? So you got 130,000 unaccompanied minors. These hypocrites who talk about, they're yelling about, oh, but they're separating the children from their parents. Why are you letting them come across the border unaccompanied? You're so concerned about children being with their parents? Secure the border! I I, I just... But look, 85,000 of them. Let's get the red marker out here. Are missing! You see, when they were in the womb... They, they wouldn't be able to care less about protecting them. Now that they're outside of the womb, they can't take care of them either. We have to understand something. This, is, this goes beyond policy. And it goes to psychology. It goes to, but it's just existential capability of doing what is right. If you as a party, if, if you as a unit, as an entity, as an institution of governance do not have the basic respect for the lives of children to the extent that you are literally pushing for more and more dismemberment, decapitation, and destruction, how in the world, when a few years have gone by, can you suddenly recover that human conscience, that basic respect, that care for, for, for human life and dignity that would cause you then to be a little bit more careful about what you do at the, at, the, at the border. You know who the first immigrant is? The first immigrant is the unborn child. The first border that anybody has to cross is the border of the womb when you cross from being an unborn child to a born child, that's the first border you cross. Every one of us crossed a border on our birthday. These people don't care about the border of the womb and they don't care about the border of the country. It goes together. It goes hand in hand. So now we've got 85,000 children, unaccompanied minors, who are missing. What's going on? And then you've got another report. <sighs> the children who dropped out of school 
after the left-wing teachers' unions closed those schools down during the pandemic. Now, how many children went to private schools? We know how many. How many children are homeschooling? We know. How many children are back in the public schools? We know that, too. Okay, these records are, are public information. But there are some children who, after you look at all these numbers and all this information, are unaccounted for. So the school, so the children dropped out of school. Now we know who's where and which school system. But the school children, like, where did they go? They're unaccounted for. You know how many? 240,000. Where are they? Where are they? Let's go sit down here. Um, yeah, it's probably the next. Probably the, 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 the next thing we should do is simply pray. Lord, we we pray for these children, wherever they are, whoever they are. We pray first of all, Lord, for the the children in the womb, just please give us public servants who know the difference between serving the public and killing the public. Give us leaders in this country and in our churches that can see that it's wrong to chop the head off a baby. It's wrong to chop off the legs and the arms of a baby. Let's start there, Lord. Send the Holy Spirit and Please stop this insanity. And secondly, Lord, that the, the border. I guess, Lord, those that can't protect us as we cross the border of the womb can't protect us as we cross the border of the country. Makes sense, but it's sad. It's tragic. So protect these, 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 these children coming from who knows where enslaved victims of smuggling, trafficking, drug cartels, who knows what's going on. Lord, we ask your protection for, for these children, those we know, and those that have disappeared. Where are they? What's happening to them? Who's abusing them? Are they even alive? And Lord, we, we, we pray too for the just the deep wound that has been uh, inflicted on our country by the, the gap, the education gap that has been uh, uh, incurred because of the pandemic. Not just because of the pandemic, because it didn't have to be this way, but because of the decisions that were made keeping our children out of school. And now, Lord, children that are students that are just, they dropped out and they didn't come back unaccounted for. Lord, we deserve answers. We, we need transparency. We need accountability. From our government, we need accountability at the, at the voting booth. Protect us, save us, restore us, redeem us, set us back on the right path. 
We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, friends. Well, there's there's one other big topic I want to go into, but I think I'm going to save it for the next program, and that's our our uh, our relationship with Israel and what our our current political leadership is doing uh, over there with that question, um, because we have to think clearly about the long-standing conflict between uh, Israel and Palestinians and. Just, we have to apply some biblical sense and some common sense to this conflict and appreciate, we'll go into this in a future program, we need to appreciate the, uh, what was done under President Trump with the Abraham Accords as a big step forward in resolving these long-standing tensions in the Middle East and uh the need to pick up where we uh, where we left off because the Biden administration is taking us backwards when it comes to the protection of Israel and uh, the maintenance of the building of peace. It's taking us backwards. We we need to turn back around again and go forward. And we're going to look at that uh, in uh, a future program. I'm going to be uh, um, at CPAC in these coming days. Uh, I uh, will be uh, bringing you, however, tomorrow night. Uh, an interview with uh, Mark Meckler, who is heading up a, a fascinating effort called the Convention of States, uh, which implements uh, Article 5 of the Constitution, one of the ways of amending our Constitution. And the Convention of States is, uh, is focused on limiting the power of the federal government. You're going to hear from uh, Mark uh, tomorrow night in my, uh, my interview with him. Uh, and then Friday night, we'll be bringing you, Friday night and Monday night, when I'll still be traveling, we will be bringing you some of the previous programs in which we gave some mini classes on America First policies. And we're going to go back to doing that because there are 10 different pillars of America First policies that we want to delve into. They're all biblically based. And we've analyzed the first three of the 10 uh, were these are programs well worth repeating, especially if you miss them. But even if you didn't, uh, like mini classes where we're going to go into uh, a lot of things that we need to know well enough, not only to be able to talk about them ourselves, but to be able to pass them on to our children and grandchildren. So stay tuned for what's coming up these next few nights. Uh, I'm at CPAC. I'm also uh, traveling to California for their state march for life taking place in Sacramento on Monday, March the 6th. Uh, we'll be bringing you reports about all this and be back with you uh, on, um, on the 7th with, uh, with some of these additional talking points regarding Israel and Palestinian conflict. But uh, thanks, friends, for uh, be staying connected. In the meantime, make sure that you're going to my uh, social media platforms at FR Frank Pavone and and uh, right side broadcasting at RSB Network, and uh, uh, I'll be helping RSB Network with the uh, coverage from CPAC. You'll see me on there uh, for that coverage as well. Let's pray the Lord's Prayer together as we conclude. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Thanks, friends. God bless you.
We will talk to you soon. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.